Welcome back to New World Next Week. I'm James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. And I'm James Evan Pilato from MediaMonarchy.com. No one expects that by going to get a vaccine, they'll be tracked and monitored by their own governments. We've got that story, plus Vaxapalooza. But first, UFOs go mainstream again. Suspense builds ahead of major pentagram reports. Soon to be President Jimmy Carter, way back in 1973, this would be a few years before he would co-create Al-Qaeda with Zbig. In 73, Jimmy Carter went public with a claim he had seen a UFO years earlier in the skies above rural Georgia. And James, they don't even mention it. It just now kind of hit me. Maybe much like Dennis Kucinich. Back then, you were immediately made fun of, and you're a nutball. You're seeing imaginary things. However, nearly five decades later, former President Barack Obama, who would also use Carter's Al-Qaeda terror database as a weapon of war, that guy went on Late Night Idiot Box this week and admitted there are, quote, objects in the sky that we don't know exactly what they are, end quote. These two admissions, professional UFO researchers and alien hunters say, were met with wildly different receptions and underscore what's been a gradual shift in public attitudes that's now hitting its peak. Mr. Obama's comments, much like former President Donald Trump last year marveling at the hell of a video showing Navy pilots encountering strange objects in the sky, weren't dismissed weren't ridiculed and weren't cast aside as sci-fi nonsense on Capitol Hill, in the media, and across the country. Almost like a switch has been flipped. UFOs have gone mainstream, putting unprecedented pressure on the Pentagram, the CIA, and other arms of the government to level with American citizens and finally disclose information locked up in a century's worth of classified files. There is manifest interest in the subject. And let's face it, it's not because it might be Chinese or Soviet drones or secret technology, said Mark Rodiger, scientific director at the Center for UFO Studies, spent decades researching the subject. All the real interest is because, yes, it might be aliens or something incredibly strange. We've reached a tipping point in the phenomenon, he told the Washington Times in an interview, and in its public perception and how it has to be treated by various organizations, the media and politicians. Government agencies, Rodiger added, don't comment on things they don't have to. But now, as the Washington Times and others note, they've been left with no choice. James, I'm not saying the sudden uptick in permissible criticism of Israel is because we're about to have a fake alien invasion while the Antichrist assumes control of the new global governments. But if that happens, you heard it here first. Thanks to the awesome slow news day for that not really much of a made-up joke. James, it's so plainly obvious the news is not news anymore. It's obviously ham-fisted attempts at public indoctrination and mind control. It's almost funny, James. Yeah, almost. And yeah, the news is not news anymore. The real question is, was it ever? Um, but it certainly isn't at this point, right? And everyone can see that this story really is, it has gone mainstream in the most mainstream possible way. Not only Obama on Corden, of course, but I mean, everything else, 60 Minutes coming out with their report. Yes, UFOs are very real. They're still unidentified and they aren't American. Or her former Senate de uh, Democrat Democratic Majority Leader uh, Harry Reid coming out and saying, yes, I've been told for decades that Lockheed, Lockheed Martin has uh, recovered cr UFO craft parts in their <laughs> skunk works. Uh, you have, uh, uh, of course, they're going to 
obviously tr- try to find a way to spin this against these dastardly conspiracy theorists who don't believe everything that they're told by the government at all times, QAnon followers now convinced UFOs are being used to distract from Trump's big lie. Um, then, of course, there's the sort of mainstream, respectable take from the slight fringes that you get from, say, a Tucker Carlson on Fox. UFOs may po- pose a real threat to the United States, and the U.S. military doesn't care, going off about the woke politics of the, the military, where we have this real threat from what could be real aliens or something. We should go be going after that, which is sort of similar to a take that I saw on the What's Up With That blog, which is primarily about climate change, but not always, I guess. UFOs go mainstream, question mark? Pentagon preparing report for Congress, ignoring the obvious... And in this case, the obvious is Russia have openly admitted for years that they have developed a nuclear-powered flying device which can stay aloft for days. Yeah, true. But what about the, uh, the, the space plane, the X-37B, whatever it's called, that we've talked about before on New World Next Week? Uh, you know, I, I, again, it, it keeps coming back to the same few topics when we talk about this topic, which is, uh, well... First, I will just note that people might have saw I reposted recently episode 301 of my podcast on how to fake an alien invasion to the front page of Corbett Report. Six-year-old report, highly relevant during this news onslaught, I would say. Um, Slightly more recent, you could go back to October 24th, 2019, where on New World Next Week, we covered the Army investigating uh, Blink-182 frontman's claims about UFO parts, um, where, of course, at that time, we were talking about Tom DeLonge and To The Stars Academy. And I will suggest people go back and watch that watch that whole New World Next Week episode, not just for our commentary on the To The Stars Academy and the UFO hype that was going on in 2019, but also watch the first story in that New World Next Week. And specifically, little Easter egg, just to make sure people go back and watch or listen to it, Listen to what James Evan Pilato said from the 4 minute and 30 second mark to the 4 minute and 45 second mark of that two-year-old New World Next Week, coming in October of 2019. Very interesting. I'll just leave it there. You can go dig it out yourselves. The link will be in the show notes. Having said all that, my take at this point, and I know it's been several years since I've really gone into depth in this, but my take is still essentially the same as it was back in that 2019 edition of New World Next Week, where I said, I don't trust anyone involved in any layer of this story. I don't trust the government. I don't trust the reporters who are reporting and repeating what the government is saying. I don't trust that the U.S. intelligence agencies and the Pentagon are going to deliver this report that's going to blow open the the secrets and now we'll suddenly know the truth about alien life or whatever it is that people are expecting. If you want to know more about the report itself, since this is New World next week, we can actually report about what's coming next week, presumably, which is this report that will be supposedly delivered to Congress. Uh, The deadline is June 1st, and I will put in an uh, an inverse.com article explaining why is the Pentagon releasing a UFO report anyway, and it goes through the history of this and what it's about and what they are expected to be reporting on. And the fact that this is expected to be report, uh, the report is expected to be delivered on June 1st, and it is expected to be mostly unclassified. But they also say, well, actually, there's a history of them just completely missing these deadlines, and so, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, even this, who knows whether we'll get anything at all. But anything that we do get, you absolutely know, exactly as you say, this isn't news. This is mind control. This is propaganda. This is conditioning for some part of the agenda. And we can all speculate what that is. But at any rate, anyone who's taking this at face value, ooh, this is disclosure, guys. They're going to come out with the truth. Uh, even the people in the disclosure movement aren't taking this that seriously, I note. So um, it is... Uh, obviously there is something going on here and it could just be 
a huge distraction at a convenient time for a lot of political players. Um, at any rate, that's there's tons of stuff that I will put in the show notes if you want to get caught up to speed with the latest developments. But I would say there's not much development here at all, other than the fact that this is going mainstream. That is the story. There's for some reason they are trying to push this story right now. And I think that's what we have to be taking out of this. I, of course, smell a rat anytime I feel like the story's, oh, man, we're putting pressure on the Pentagon and the CIA. Like, yeah, man, I bet they really hope you don't throw them in the briar patch. It's a show. Uh, you'll have to tell me what insightful thing I said after this episode, because I certainly can't pull it off the top of my head. Um, also, I just learned, actually, Tucker Carlson is the son of a journalist. It is a family tradition. He's not some kid who broke his way into the show. It's again, he was bored into the show. Also, I've said it before on my shows and on New World Next Week. The stunning conclusion of America's Next Top President 2020, it seems like they were obviously prepped to go full alien show back when they thought Hillary and Pedodesta were going to win. They were already seeding the public, telling Jimmy, I've said this a million times, telling Jimmy Kimmel, no, it's actually UAP, unidentified aerial phenomenon. They're working to, again, change the culture. It is a culture creation beast system. And that's just the first segment of this New World Next Week, episode 448. As we move to our second shocking story, millions unwittingly tracked by phone after vaccination to see if their movements changed. Millions of Britons had their movements unwittingly tracked using their mobile phones to see if vaccinated people moved about more after their jabs. The Telegraph has learnt what a shocking discovery. James, it's almost as shocking as the head of the CDC and Fauci saying, oh, maybe it did come from a lab. Pretty sure that's the thing that got you and me and our friends and colleagues censored and booted off of platforms. But uh, sidebar, a report from the SPIB Committee of Government Scientists admitted that data from one in 10 people's phones were tracked in February without their owner's express knowledge. The figures were used by researchers at Oxford who carried out studies for the Scientific Pandemic Influenza Group on Behaviors, SPIB. You know who they advise? SAGE, the group of government scientific advisors I believe we talked about recently because they're being run, of course, openly by communists. Using cell phone mobility data for 10% of the British population, the Oxford University experts found 4,254 individuals were vaccinated. This group data was then tracked through 40 CDR call data records with corresponding location observations every day and monitored for behavioral change and analyzing their data for the week prior and week after the vaccination event. Campaigners against greater state surveillance in the UK said Britons would be disturbed to discover they were unwittingly tracked and subjected to behavioral analysis via their phones. Silky Carlo a fantastic name, and a spokesman for the Big Brother Watch said, quote, no one expects that by going to get a vaccine, they'll get tracked and monitored by their own governments. This is deeply chilling and could be extremely damaging to public trust in medical confidentiality. Between looming COVID passports and vaccine phone surveillance, the government is turning Britain into a Big Brother state under the cover of COVID. This should be a wake-up call to us all. And again, James, Kind of sounds like some of the stuff we've been saying for 
the past year. And we're censored and laughed at and derided and literally sworn at and ridiculed by people who used to be our friends. And then it all comes out later. James. Right. Um, Actually, not just the past year, because this story immediately brings to mind a story that I vividly remember reading and covering at the time. I want to say 2007 or 2008. There was a BBC report about a new study that university researchers in the UK had done using mobile phone data from uh, people, I believe, in London specifically, tracking people's commuting habits and looking at, say, you know, how far people were likely to travel from their home or something along those lines. The story was about the study and what the whatever they found with regards to that study. But the actual story and something that I pointed out at the time was, hey, where did these researchers get all this mobile phone data of individual people's movements. Oh, don't worry. It was all anonymized. It's not like they were looking at, you know, you by name, etc., etc. Because, again, if they know where your phone is for 90% of the time, they could never guess where you live, right? Anyway, um, it is... Uh, it's just another iteration of that. So anyone who is actually surprised or disturbed by this has not been paying any attention. But, as I'm sure you can relate to with the uh, the feedback that you've received. There's been a lot of people who haven't been paying attention for the past couple of decades who are suddenly now interested in reality. So welcome to reality. This is reality. They can and will use all sorts of data on you at any time for the express purpose of studying you, finding out what makes you tick, what motivates you, what your behaviors are, how your behaviors change given this or that event, and then feeding that data back into their simulations of every single human being on the planet that they're building in such things as the sentient world simulation, which the last I heard anything at at all being reported about was over a decade ago, maybe a decade and a half at this point. So whatever the status of that project is, to literally build a virtual avatar of every single human being on the planet and feed data into it so that they can simulate various events and find out what the reaction will be. How much further advanced is that? Well, anyway, this is just the tiniest sliver of a wedge into an insight into how thoroughly you are being tracked, surveilled, databased, and examined. So if you are surprised and disturbed to learn about this reality, um, may I humbly suggest that when you carry your surveillance fondle slab around with you everywhere you go, you better know, do that knowing in the knowledge that that data is being stored and will be used. It's not a question of if, it will be used. And so you, if, if that's fine, then okay, then do that. If that is not fine, then one thing that I know people do, they have the Faraday cases that they make themselves or that they, they purchase to uh, obscure their phone signals. Um, but anytime you go out and use your phone, obviously you're instantly trackable at that point. But James, I understand you have a different method for dealing with that uh, surveillance technology. What's that? <laughs> I'm, uh, is it the getting rid of my SIM card? Uh, six years ago and counting. Um, yeah, you just take out the little SIM card on the side your device still operates. Yes, I have a thing. Uh, wait, here it is. I certainly don't carry this giant friggin' thing around with me all the time. <laughs> exactly. And of and course, uh, all the caveats, thank you to all the people who are going to write in with their technical information. When you connect to Wi-Fi, they're going to be able to track that you connected to this Wi-Fi. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, we know that. The point is, if you don't want to be tracked and surveilled at this point, the best thing to do is leave your device at home. Absolutely. James, a few semi-related to this, because I really am struck, of course, that the COVID world order 
has this whole new industry of employment based on snitches. It's kind of like 9-11. U.S. has almost 500,000 job openings in cybersecurity. And as we've been telling you, your cyber, your money, and your health are all going to be the same fake, you know, Borg system. Uh, speaking of working for the man, another semi-related, James, I just got to get into the record here. Epstein guards to skirt jail time and deal with prosecutors. The two Bureau of Prisons workers tasked with guarding Jeffrey Epstein the night he totally killed himself in a New York jail have admitted they falsified records but will skirt any time behind bars themselves under a deal with federal prosecutors. Hillary was very sad to hear about their upcoming accidents. <sighs> Speaking of fake left that loves death, Mayor Lightfoot announces return of Lollapalooza to Chicago. <laughs> Mayor Lori E. Lightfoot and Lollapalooza organizers. This is the press release from MAGA Country. Mayor Lori E. Lightfoot and Lollapalooza organizers are thrilled to announce that the world-class festival that maybe should have died after I saw Tool there 24 years ago will return to Grant Park in Chicago at full capacity July 29th to August 1st, 2021 in accordance with current local public health guidance. Full COVID-19 vaccination or negative COVID-19 test results will be required to attend Lollapalooza 2021. For patrons who are not fully vaccinated, a negative COVID-19 test result must be obtained within 24 hours of attending Lollapalooza each day. Details on the festival entry process will be available in early July. Lollapalooza is excited to partner with the city of Chicago to encourage vaccinations in Chicago in the weeks prior to the festival. And since he wouldn't want anyone to think that you're like a fake conservative or something, you'll want them to read your signal that you're a fake progressive. So you can buy any number of non-medical muzzles from fake rebels like Bad Religion, Nine Inch Nails, and of course, don't forget Prophets of Run the Rage Against the Tool Cake. Since this, of course, is the My Body, My Choice crew, they may as well be the voter ID bad, vax ID good gang as well. Yes, bad religion are selling muzzles. Religion bad. Statism good. So also please note as well, of course, the dead Kennedy's masks are not FDA approved. Also included in the show notes, James, and again, huge thanks to all the folks who send all this information in. And of course, it's always funny. I'm sure you get this a ton as well. I even almost said the thing I'm about to say. Oh, I'm sure you already know this, but no, we don't. There's such a massive amount of information. Don't assume we know everything because we don't. So you can see a scary video of the plastic surgery disaster commonly referred to as peripheral, 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 get it? Peretz Berenstein's facelift announces a lot of pop losers returning to MAGA country. Is it? I didn't know this, James. I was just double checking, you know, checking, checking my own wild accusations. It's funny that the Jane's Addiction guy's real name is the exact same name as a noted Zionist occupier, Peretz Bernstein. Speaking of not so cleverly hidden race war propaganda, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot defends granting interviews to black and brown journalists only. But then what happened? The Council on Foreign Relations Tulsi Gabbard had to pile on too. Mayor Lori Lightfoot's blatant anti-white racism is abhorrent. I call upon President Biden, Kamala Harris, and other leaders of our country of all races 
to join me in calling for Mayor Lightfoot's resignation. Our leaders must condemn all racism, including anti-white. Man, there's a lot of switches getting flipped. It's almost like there's the helter-skelter switch that gets flipped. So we're talking about Lollapalooza. They have announced their 2021 lineup. Foo Fighters, fresh off their Global Vax World Order show with, of course, noted punk J-Lo. And, of course, don't forget their Mick Jagger anti-vaxxer troll bait pop song. They will, of course, headline this poop show. Actually, James, I remember. I wish I, wish I could find which issue it was. It's probably back in my East Coast media storage facility. I remember reading way back in the day in Spin Magazine cover story about Foo Fighters. And the intro of the story was basically the interviewer talking about hooking up with the band as soon as they're done with their Walmart exclusive video footage they shot. So Foo Fighters are going to be there. Billy Ray Cyrus's kid is going to be there. The Journey Tribute Band is there. Limp Biscuit. Hopefully they can kick off another fiery rape fest like they did at Woodstock 99. And let's not forget everyone's favorite food-wasting DJ bro, Steve Aoki. If most of those words I just said don't make any sense, count your blessings, James. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, yeah, when it comes to Lollapalooza 2021 specifically, I must admit when I saw it's going ahead and they've released the lineup, I click on it. Command F S M A S H. No, no Smashing Pumpkins. Thankfully, hopefully they are not mainstream popular enough to be invited to Lollapalooza anymore, even when it's taking place in their backyard in Chicago, um, which uh, I, that would be so particularly disappointing because people might remember 11 years ago, Billy Corgan's swine flu was created by man, calling out the fake swine flu emergency and the, the vaccine scandemic that they were trying to push at that time. So I haven't heard anything whatsoever from Billy about this situation. Perhaps this is the kind of thing that can really get your career de derailed if you speak out about. But anyway, um, all that to the side, let's just uh, throw in a few more vaccine-related uh, sort of stories. Uh, this one from uh, Zero Hedge. Big Pharma is already preparing vaccines for the next global pandemic. We already knew that. But yes, of course, now that the mRNA vaccines are proven to be so safe and effective, now they're going to try rolling them out for every possible future threat that they're cooking up in their laboratories right now. Um, we have this from Technocracy News. Facebook's massive global censorship to silence vaccine skeptics. Of course, they are algorithmically uh, deranking even comments uh, that promote vaccine hesitancy. Um, in the Facebook comments. Surprise, surprise. Again, we already know that this is going on, but more leaked inside documents proving why and how they are doing that. And then also we should update our story from, it was last week, right? A anyway, our most recent story on this subject where we talked about OSHA. OSHA coming out and saying, workplaces, you're going to be liable, guys. Uh, actually, correction, sorry, we're not going to do that. OSHA now says employ employers can't be held liable if they mandate COVID vax and employees experience adverse reactions. And I won't say it's only because New World Next Week covered it that they realized they made a big mistake. But anyway, after we covered it, they have gone and revised and said, we don't want to appear to be promoting COVID vaccine hesitancy. So we're going to scrub, we're going to waive those rules. You don't have to report anything. You can mandate anything you want and you don't have to report any adverse events that happen. Science! 
health. Yay. <laughs> it's almost like they might be watching alternative media that's been around for, you know, 11 plus years and never had an advertisement and pretty much puts all the proof down in their pudding. <sighs> James, uh, all the stuff at the end. <laughs> I've run the post office box, you know, for a long time, and we've been using it for folks that want to support you and myself and don't do the digital money thing. They can find the P.O. Box info down in the show notes. Also, for actual independent protest and truth music, you can email me, james at mediamonarchy.com. I send those immediately over to my music director. And again, every morning show, Monday through Friday, since 2021 started, your morning show song on your morning monarchy has been an independent truth truth show song. It's been It's been fantastic. Uh, other bit of good news, your exclusive first-run audio of your New World Next Week episodes before it is published anywhere. You can hear the audio only on the Media Monarchy radio stream. That is Thursday mornings after the morning show. James, there it is. Again, uh, episode 448. It gets possibly more horrifying each and every week, but in some ways I feel like we've we've put it on the record. It, I guess, becomes less surprising you know, we've 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 read their playbooks. We have a decent idea of what they are planning. And that's what we'll keep doing, James. That's it. Well, we'll do it again next week, James. I'll talk to you then. All right, buddy. Thanks. Take care. <laughs>